Okay, uh, first of all, I apologize in advance. At 3 o'clock I have a meeting, so I'm going to have to run right after uh, this year. Um, okay, so Art Scroll just finished the Yerushalmi, and they made a big party this past week in Florida, celebrating the completion of the Yerushalmi in Hebrew and English and everything. And the new cycle of Dafyomi Yerushalmi is starting, from what I understand, today, tomorrow, sometime, today. So uh, I thought it was a good time to talk about uh, learning Yerushalmi. The Gary Rebbe apparently was the one who started the idea of Dafyomi Yerushalmi, right? Uh, that was his uh, contribution. So the question is, should we all be doing it? If you're already uh, learning Talmud Bavli and Dafyomi, should you be learning Talmud Yerushalmi as well? So first of all, what are the differences between Bavli and Yerushalmi? So the Bavli reflects many more years of Torah discussion than the Yerushalmi did in that it took longer for the Bavli to be completed. It was completed about a century after the Yerushalmi was, and that extra time allowed them more time to be machria on issues that were still under discussion, and uh, that's why the Rif in Erev, in Chavzayin Amenal, Pidap Erev, says we pass like the Bavli against the Yerushalmi because of Hilchsa that the Bavli came after the Yerushalmi. The Bavli also went through many more edits because it was learnt a lot more than Yerushalmi, and therefore there are all sorts of Gersa'os problems in the Yerushalmi, and less so in the Talmud Bavli also. So the language of the Yerushalmi is more difficult to understand than the language of the Bavli. There's a more, uh, there's an easier cadence. It takes time to pick up on it, but in the Bavli, there's an easier cadence that a person could pick up on as he learns several Gemaras. It becomes much, much easier to read a Gemara. The Yerushalmi is much, much more challenging in terms of its language. In fact, Rabbi Yaakov Emdin, in, 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 in one of his Svarim, writes that the lofty level of the Yerushalmi and the light that shines from it motivated those who wrote the Yerushalmi, the editors of the Yerushalmi, the organizer of the Yerushalmi, Chazal, to Dafka presented in a difficult language uh, so that people won't understand it as easily. The Bavli is meant to be clear and accessible. Yerushalmi is meant to be almost incomprehensible, says Rabbi Yaakov Emdin. And that's because the Yerushalmi should not be readily available to everybody. It has too much light, there's too much ore in the Yerushalmi, and uh, that's not something that everyone is ready to handle, says Rabbi Yaakov Emdin. So is that true that the Yerushalmi is holier than the Bavli? The Nitziv and Hamak Dover compares the Yerushalmi to the first set of Luchos and the Bavli to the second set of Luchos. The first set of Luchos were before the Chet Egel, and he says the sanctity, the Kedusha of the first set of Luchos was greater than the second set of Luchos, and had they not been broken, it would have been easy to come to a to a, to a conclusion, la halacha, because it's much more direct, much more easy. Um, but once we did the avera, we needed extra amelus in order to be able to arrive at maskanus and halacha. So the second set of luchos was uh, better for us after we uh, we had sinned with the chala egel. And the Ritziv says, and that's just like the difference between Bavli and Yerushalmi. The Yerushalmi has greater kedusha than the Bavli, and uh, that led them to the Amoraim in, uh, in Eretz Yisrael to arrive at a quicker truth, to arrive at the truth in a without going through as much pilpul back and forth, whereas the Bavli, it takes a lot more in order to arrive at that, uh, at that truth. And that's why the Nitziv writes in his Hakdamath, his Perish on the Sheiltos, that it's uh, more direct. That if you look at a paragraph in between one Mishnah and the next Mishnah, Yishami, it's a paragraph. And Bavli, sometimes it's ten blot that goes uh, in all different directions until you're able to arrive at a conclusion. The Chidah in Shema Gedolim uh, attributes the Rambam's uh, lofty Neshama to the fact that the Rambam did 
didn't shy away from Yerushalmi, that uh, he was able to achieve certain spiritual heights because he clearly learned uh, Yerushalmi. Throughout the generations of the Bavli was certainly learned a lot more, whether it be because of the elevated status of the Yerushalmi or whether it be because the Yerushalmi just wasn't used la halacha. So the Bavli was learned a lot more because that's how we determine the halacha. So whichever way you want to say it in the uh, in the way that the Yerushalmi is on too high a level to have been learned so much or that the Yerushalmi is just not the point of focus because it's not the way that the halacha developed, but it just the the mitzias is that it wasn't learned as much, and therefore starting already from the days of the Golan, and there are w- way fewer commentaries on the Yerushalmi than there are on the Bavli. The Masara Satora happened through the Gaone Bavel, and they were engaged in learning uh, the, in learning their uh, their uh, the, the the Bavli rather than what uh, what what was going on in Eretz Yisrael. The Iker Talmud Torah is uh, as Rosh has told us many 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 times, and clearly Bavli is a better tool of La then Yerushalmi is. The Rif, the Ramam, Torah, Shulchanarch are all Bavli based. Certainly the Rif is very, very clearly Bavli based. The Rambam less so. The Rambam probably, a lot of his Piske Alacha probably come from Yerushalmi, even though the Briska Derech seems to be to explain everything the Rambam says based on the Bavli, even if it's enough in Yerushalmi that way. They try to, you know, always work out how it's really from uh, from the Bavli. There are Rishonim that quote Yerushalmi extensively. The Rashba, the, the, the Ramban, the Ritva, Rabbeinu Hananel uh, clearly learned Yerushalmi. There are many Ashkenazi Rishonim that never really cite uh, the Yerushalmi at all, like Rashi. Now, to the extent possible, we try not to make machlokas between the Bavli and Yerushalmi. In fact, the Kesav Mishnah in the 13th parak of Ithel's Gerishon says that even if you have to make the Bavli dochuk tzas in order to make something in the Bavli fit with Yerushalmi, you'll go with such an explanation in the Bavli. In uh, Tosos and Masechus Brachos, and Daf Yeralvam Beis, Tosos deals with the Kasha from the Yerushalmi, and then Tosos quotes from the Ri, yeah, but it's not Betalmud Shalanu, so it doesn't matter. Meaning, if it's not an hour Talmud, we don't have to answer those kashas, we don't have to deal with such kashas. Meaning, we have to answer to the Bavli, we don't have to answer to the Yerushalmi. You find it in many Rishonim, Matsasi Birushalmi. Matsasi Birushalmi implies that it wasn't something that was Shagur Befiem, that it was a Metziah to find something in, uh, in the Yerushalmi. The Yerushalmi is very often used to clarify that which is not perfectly clear in the Bavli. For example, you know, when uh, the Bavli in Masech Sanhedrin lists the Gimel Averus Chamuros, the Yaharik Val Yavars, so the Bavli lists three Yaharik Val Yavars. Uh, yet a lot of the Achronim say, no, there's really a fourth one, but Kamadav Samach, you have about Gezel being a Yaharik Val Yavar, so Shlomo Kluger and the Benitzio and all of Chuvas about this, uh, how, how it must be that there's more than, or maybe Sotadav Yod as well, uh, about Mab Bnechaver Barabim, they have other Yaharik Val Yavars, well, Yashami's Mefurish, that Gezel is Yaharik Val Yavar. So the question is, you know, do you, do you arrive at that through the Yerushalmi, or do you arrive at that through the, uh, through the Bavli, or do you say, no, it's not in the Pashtus of the Bavli, and therefore uh, maybe we can uh, ignore the fact that it says it in the Yerushalmi. Um, so these kinds of things come up all the time. Now certainly the obligation of Talmud Torah, as Rosh points out in the Shulchan Aruch is to learn Kala Torah Kula, that uh, Rosh often points out, I'm sure, sure you've all heard him say it, Kala Torah Kula is not so hard to learn, it could all fit on one bookshelf. And uh, he then lists what would be on the bookshelf that contains Kala So he always mentions Tanakh and Bavli and Yerushalmi and Sefri and Sefra. Right? So Yerushalmi is part of that uh, picture of Kala Tarukula. So it's certainly part of the Kiyum uh, Mitzvah. <coughs> More than Kiyomitz, every Sefer is Kiyomitz, but part of the Chiyuv of, uh, of Talmud Torah. So does that mean, where does that mean in terms of priority, priorities? Where should it be? <coughs> so Rav Lapiansky, I, I had an opportunity to ask Rav Lapiansky this question uh, last week. 
And he said it should be similar. He said certainly if there starts to be a big movement that people should learn Yerushalmi, you don't come out and speak against it. You know, whenever someone comes out to learn Torah, so that people want to learn uh, Medrash Rabbah, so you don't say no. What are we learning Medrash Rabbah for? Let them learn Medrash Rabbah. You know, if they want to learn Sefri, Sefra, good. You know, so Yerushalmi is like that also. Certainly wouldn't uh, you know make uh, make any sort of objection to it. It's Talmud Torah. It's wonderful, but the standard is to gain a certain level of expertise in Bavli before one moves on to Yerushalmi. If one's knowledge of Bavli was very uh, surface and was uh, through the Daf Yomi or whatever, and one doesn't really have a very strong foundation in Bavli, it doesn't seem that that's uh, the tradition has been to move on to the Yerushalmi. Rav Avadia has a bit of a stronger lashon in Yichavadas Chelik Zayin Simin Kuv Chav Zayin Ozvav, meaning the posthumous uh, volume of Yichavadas. When you're fluent in most of Bavli, then you're ready to start learning Yerushalmi. Even if you jump from one shas to the other shas. Tulsa says, what does that mean? Afilu mishas Bavli, the Yerushalmi when you don't yet have full working knowledge of the Bavli itself. And then he writes, Especially since there's so many mistakes in Yerushalmi. Where the Ramban writes in a tshuva, everyone knows that there's so many mistakes in the Nuschos of the Yerushalmi. A lot of times we think of Gersos as like, you know, that's for the academic story about Gersos. But that was like a major part of Talmud Torah to be able to know what the Torah actually says, what, what it is that we're supposed to be studying. That was like a big deal. In fact, when the Rush uses an expression throughout Shas, the Rush always says about Rabbi Nechananel, Kabbalah. So we got to listen to whatever Rabbi Nechanel says, because called Dvar of Divrei Kabbalah. So the, the Pilpulu Charifta on the bottom of the Rosh in one place says, that's only when Rabbi Nechanel has Girsa, you say, called Dvar of Divrei Kabbalah. That he knew the proper Girsa'us, but it's not that his opinion carries more weight than other Rishonim, because the Girsa'us were a very big deal. So the fact that it happens to be seemingly not true, because the Rosh uses it in places that has nothing to do with the Girsa also, but still, the point is that Girsa'us really, really uh, mattered a lot. So he says the Girsa'us weren't so great in the Yerushalmi, so it certainly shouldn't be prior However, one final word. Rav Kook, in a letter in Igros Raya Igeres Kuf Gimel, writes that that's throughout history that should always be the case because Yerushalmi had this extra light and was very special and everything like that, and we don't have access to it in our darkness. But he says, Umikom Makom. The more we have access to Eretz HaKodesh, the more we have access to the Ruach HaKodesh of Eretz Yisrael, to the Nevu of Eretz Yisrael, to the Aviradar of Yisrael Machim, Yigle Ha'or Shali Yerushalmi, Mitzad Signono HaKatzar Va'amuk. He says, then we'll have greater access to Yerushalmi as well. So maybe as we're seeing so much of Klal Yisrael moving toward uh, Eretz Yisrael and so much Torah being built in Eretz Yisrael, this greater access to Yerushalmi is being created and it's all the hand of Hashkacha. Everyone have a wonderful day. Okay.